The ultimate battle of all is the battle between right and wrong, between truth and lies. The culmination of this ultimate war is eternal youthful life in paradise, or eternal cognizant death in a place called the lake of fire. The battle is a battle over words, not printer's ink and paper, but the spirit of words and the accuracy of those spiritual words. The plumb line has been laid in Zion in the Christ of glory, and men must measure up. Just over 6,000 years ago, our great-grandparents dwelt in a place called Paradise, where only one voice was heard, God's voice. There was no sin, no sickness, no pain, no sorrow, no tears, and no death. Every day had a beautiful postcard sky. But one day a second voice was heard, Satan's voice, the voice of rebellion. His words were, Yea, hath God said. That second voice contradicted and challenged the first voice, God's voice. Our grandparents followed the second voice in disobedience and unbelief. That day they died spiritually, and a while later their flesh returned to the dust from whence it came. That very day they embraced the second voice. They died and were cast out of paradise and entered the world of sin and death. Today there appears to be an immeasurable number of voices standing against the first voice, but there are still only two. The voice of God, which is righteousness and life, and the voice of rebellion, which brought banishment from paradise. All the world's voices, other than the singular voice of God's word, although they may appear unique and different one from another, have one common denominator, and that is rebellion against the absolutes, the yea and amen of God. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man enters into paradise but through him. All other ways are rooted in, yea, hath God said, Paradise is a place where only one word is heard, God's. Seek the single voice, and as you increasingly attain unto it, your days will become as the days of heaven upon earth. All things will work to your good no matter how they appear. By simply speaking the words of God, the words of faith will establish you, and every day your path will grow brighter and brighter until you pass through to the other side to a place called paradise. We must divest ourselves of the second voice and put on the mind of Christ. If you've not yet surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, click on the Further with Jesus for immediate induction into the army of the first voice, the army of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Luke chapter 22, verses 41 through 44. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, Remove this cup from me, nevertheless not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Man said, The Bible is not to be taken literally. Much of the content is simply fairy tales, and the rest is the archaic writings of mere men. Now the record. Many find the Bible's account of Jesus sweating great drops of blood to be just one more instance of incredulous accounts portrayed in the Scriptures. But as in all instances, the Word of God is true. The Word of God says that Jesus sweat, as it were, great drops of blood. The medical term for what happened at Gethsemane is hematidrosis. The Dictionary of Hematology defines it. Hematidrosis, also called hematohidrosis, is a condition where a person sweats blood. It is very rare, and only often experienced when a person is suffering extreme levels of stress, for example, facing their own death, end of quote. 
The Stedman's Medical Dictionary defines it, excretion of blood or blood pigment in the sweat, an extremely rare disorder, end of quote. The following excerpt is found in a 1996 article from PubMed under the title Blood, Sweat, and Fear, a classification of hematidrosis. It reads, in order to verify the accuracy of the commonly used statement, I sweat blood, a survey of the literature in the subject of hemotidrosis was made. Seventy-six cases were studied and classified in the categories according to the causative factor. There were component of systematic disease, vicarious menstruation, excessive exertion, psychogenic, and unknown. The psychogenic were further subdivided into those that occurred only one time, those that reoccurred, and the stigmatics. Acute fear and intense mental contemplation were found to be the most frequent inciting causes. Hematidrosis is an extremely rare clinical phenomenon with only few instances reported to have occurred within the 20th century. Basically, what happens in these rare cases of hematidrosis is that tiny capillaries in the sweat glands rupture under intense mental pressure. Thousands of years before modern science discovers an issue, God declares it in His Word. This occurs over and over again. God's Word is the yea and amen. Embrace it and live. God said, Luke chapter 22, verses 41 through 44, And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast, and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Man said the Bible is not to be taken literally. Much of the content is simply fairy tales, and the rest is the archaic writings of mere men. Now you have the record. <laughs>